Hey everybody and welcome to the Fantasy Football Addicts Podcast. Today we are going to be discussing our quick snaps about the Washington quick Redskins. Snap, 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 snap. Now as we speak, uh, we are recording this Thursday night and RG3 has just gotten injured again. He got demolished a number of times, and he didn't even—he didn't even get taken out on the big hit, the one where it was a blatantly obvious 15-yard horse collar. He just—he just killed him. He's—he—he he was dead on the field. I don't know how he got up. He's a zombie. He's the Walking Dead, RG3. Yeah, I. Uh, whew, I mean, even he bef- murdered him. <laughs> Can you elaborate more on this hit? He took him. He didn't even body up on him. He just took him. And like, it was like he grabbed the nape of a small child's neck and just whipped him at the floor. Like Jared from Subway. <laughs> oh, come on. He didn't do that. I mean, not that I'm saying he did, he did bad things, but. So quick, even before this, we weren't going to touch snaps. RG3 in our fantasy leagues. Yes. Even in the deepest of leagues. Who? RG3, not Jared. No, come on. I mean, Jared might have wanted to touch something. <laughs> Jared Lawrence in actually might come start for the Redskins, so I might be interested in him. All right. Well, all right. Let's. We're going to reset. <clears throat> so, Kirk Cousins. Kirk no, okay. the answer right. Cousins. Oh, how, no, how many games do you reset. think he starts this year? Oh, let's reset. I'm not ready. Uh, hold on. Oh, I thought <clears throat> we were in this. No. Okay, so even before this injury, we weren't going to touch RG3 in fantasy, correct? No, I wouldn't touch him with your 10-foot pole. That's, <laughs> That's what Jared said. All right, we got to stop this, Jared. Okay. Sorry. We're going to cease and desist from Subway. Like I almost said that I wouldn't touch him with your deck. No, okay, we're, we'll keep that first reference in, and then we're going to cut all that shit. Okay, let's reset, in all seriousness. I really want to keep the one I said in. I'm not even going to touch him. Like Jared from Subway. <laughs> Come on. All right. It's okay, just okay. too easy. Okay. Gosh. Re- reset. Yeah. All Apparently right. it is too easy, and that's that's the issue we have in America now. It's the issue Jared had, too. <laughs> yeah. If it, was, if it was a little harder, then he probably wouldn't be in jail right now. Or actually... If he was been, a little harder, dude, he wouldn't be in jail right easy. now. <laughs> I almost want to leave all these jokes in. <laughs> I mean, there really isn't anything that exciting about the Redskins anyways. It's topical humor. Okay, this makes it more exciting. You know, gets the flag at full mast. And, it's you know. because RG3 was the sub, Subway spokesperson for a while. Yeah, I think he was Subway Player of the Week for a while. Now, <laughs> no, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit in a cricket uh, sound clip there. Perfect. I like it. For your terrible joke. Okay. (laughs) I like it. So, for reals. So, even before this new injury, we weren't going to touch RG3 in fantasy, were we? No. It was just a matter of time before an injury happened in the regular season, anyway. Um, This is just the MO for Robert Griffin III. He had a great rookie year. Um, He uh, had a great campaign. People were excited for him going forward. Everybody was uh, drafting him early as like a number six, number seven quarterback, thinking he was going to be Cam Newton, you know, 2.0. But no, I think this is just the status quo for RG3 now. This is this is the ammo for his career. Yeah, it's really sad because I think that at this point, I think he's the Trent Richardson of quarterbacks. 
Yeah, actually, that's that's a really good comparison. Or uh, he could be the Vince Young of quarterbacks, too. Yeah, so uh, for fantasy, do we want Cousins or Colt McCoy? I mean... No, what do you mean by want? Like, want to avoid them on draft day or want to never add them to your team or want what? Yeah, I, I really don't want to trust any of them. Although I will say one thing. I, you know, my team was plagued by injuries last year and I did start Kirk Cousins in his blow-up game. Um, so I do think that they could be, uh, you know, bi-week starters depending on the matchup. I'll say that much, uh, especially against the Giants defense, which is just decimated right now. Um, I sure. do think that they could have, you know, one or two weeks of rel- relevance. I definitely agree there. More often than not, you will find a week where a top 10 quarterback comes out of the free agent pool. Yeah, but, um, you know, in terms of the draft, leave them on the waiver wire. Yeah, just uh, just I mean, as as I mean, Kirk Cousins got some boyish good looks, but but that's not going to help your fantasy team. You're not you're not look, style points. Don't count in your point total. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad you really like Cousins. I I guess I'll take Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, there there you go. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's keep on going with the Redskins here. So, yeah. Alfred Morris, it seems like every year he's not a very exciting guy. Um I don't know. I think he's still a solid running back too though. He is a solid running back too. He's 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 almost a lock for 1000 yards, which as I've said before, 1000 yards isn't a ton. But he's still locked for a thousand yards and probably somewhere in the realm of ten touchdowns, especially with RG three down. Yeah, I think that you know Morris. Part of the problem in PPR is that Morris has never been a, a huge pass catcher. Um, but now with Roy Hulu gone, I don't know how much they necessarily trust Matt Jones yet. I don't know, you know, if any of the other guys are really ready to step up. I think Morris could actually catch a few balls this year. Yeah, um, I, I don't think I, I mean, if you've been in the league this long, if he hasn't worked on catching the football, then that then that's his own thing. And he probably, you know, he really ought to considering um, that that's the future. I mean, it, the future is now it's it, football is a prim, primarily passing league offense now at this point. I mean, sure, there's teams that, you know, run the ball a ton. The Patriots run the ball almost the, mo- the most of anybody in the league. But you still think about them because of their prolific passing offense and if, if you're not able to catch balls then you're really limiting yourself that said he uh that makes Alfred morris a lot of times an afterthought because a lot of fancy players play both ppr and standard leagues they completely forget about Alfred morris because he's not that great of a value in a ppr and then they let him slide in a standard league further than he ought to yeah Alfred morris looking at it right now is going at the top of the fourth round i think he's great value there i would take i wouldn't you know, hesitate to take him end of the third, top of the fourth, depending on who else is available. Yeah, I I would be thrilled to have him. Um, how do the likes of guy? I mean, I'd I'd like to have him sort of near where I'd take like uh, Murray, just ahead of like Ingram. Yeah, I think that's where he's going right now. I would definitely take him. Um, uh, you know, I, I Amir Abdullah is just jumping up draft boards right now, and I would take Morris over Amir Abdullah. Uh, yeah, I'll like take, I've said a billion times, people get super excited about these uh, these rookie players. Yeah, and I think that Morris is always the forgotten, unexciting guy, but he's going to get you the points, and I think he's going to be another. He's going to have another year of solid productivity as an RB two. Exactly, and on your fantasy teams, if you're taking a lot of swings for the fences, it's good sometimes to hedge with a guy that will give you solid concrete. You can guarantee X amount of points a week offense. 
Yeah, and I think that, you know, the other argument for Alfred Morris is the consistency, um, not just in his, you know, yards per carry or talent, but also, you know, part of the problem with running backs is that they get injured and he has never missed a game in his career. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what about Matt Jones? If Alfred Morris goes down, is he a quick waiver wire pickup for you? To, to me, the uh, Redskins offense just isn't good enough for me to be excited about their backup. Okay. Um, I think I'm 50-50 on that. At that point, it would depend on how desperate I am. I mean, if Kirk Cousins now actually becomes what I what I thought he was. To, I mean, ju- just for a frame of reference, I'm sure you recall, but the listeners don't know. I, I've For the majority of his career, I've called him Kirk the Answer Cousins and begged for the Bears to somehow acquire him, whether it be uh, trading or I, I was really hoping they'd, they'd, uh, they'd trade I think it was two years ago before Cutler uh, signed that asininely huge contract, absurdly huge contract that Jay Cutler signed. I really was hoping that Kirk Cousins could come in and uh, run that Trestman offense. I think he'd be a great guy to do something like that. Yeah, I, I think that you know it's going to be backups all around if uh, Alfred Morris gets hurt. So I, yeah. I really I, I don't put too much stock into Matt Jones. Again, it depends on how deep your league and who's available at that point. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's talk about uh, you know a position that they have absolutely no depth at right now, and that's that tight end. Yeah, <laughs> you know they lost in Hiles Ball to that broken ankle. Yeah, um, right. It, like two days after I picked him up, after they stay, they uh, in in my in my uh, other dynasty league, they named him starter, and it was like five minutes later. I I happened to see it, and then added him, and then two days later, he's out for the season. Yeah, and and then Logan Paulson is out for the year. He needs surgery. Yep. Um. I mean, all they have is Jordan Reed, who is not exactly the picture of health himself. No, and Reed's Reed's been the guy for the past two years that people have talked about breaking out, being a, another transcendental uh, tie, uh, Jimmy Graham type um, tight end with points, but he just cannot prove that he can stay on the field whatsoever. To the point that they decided to make Paul the starter, but Paul has, you know, obviously last year. I, I think Paul was hurt last year as well. Obviously, Reed was hurt last year as well. Um, so I just don't know what they're going to do at tight end. And that just further devalues the, the Washington Redskins offense to me. Yeah. Jordan Reed has missed 12 games in two seasons. I just, wow. I have no hope that he's going to stay healthy this year. I think he's going really late in drafts and I think that's just right. I think he can be a spot starter, or excuse me, a spot starter. He can be a streamable tight end, but I would not, you know, put, I would not draft early yeah, he, he missed 12 games in two years, and I think he was hobbled for like 70% of the games that he did play. Yeah, just a real quick note before we move off the tight ends. I do want to say that at this time next year, I think Niles Paul is going to be a huge sleeper because everyone's gonna, everyone will have forgotten about him. Mm, yeah, but the league moves fast. I, I think I think that's a good thought in theory that that makes complete sense. But the league moves so fast, and there's so many young upstart tight ends that can jump up there and become awesome. Like Eifert, I think is going to be amazing next year. That I think he, I think his time in this league has passed. Um, if if Jordan Reed can show anything this year, then I think he's going to lock up that white the tight end one job, and Paul just might be out of opportunities. I wouldn't be so sure. You know, Washington gave Niles Paul this past offseason a three-year, $6 million contract with $2.25 million guaranteed. I think that they like him quite a bit, and if he can stay healthy this time next preseason, I think that he might do very, very well. 
Yeah, on the flip side, then that guarantee only means that probably, I mean, either two million was this year, or more, more than likely, it was one million guaranteed e- each year, and that's just one million dollars they can eat, cut them, and move on with their lives. I mean, that's that's not all that much given the cap situations and uh, given the money that gets thrown around in the NFL. Yeah, we'll see. I, I just think that you know he's a super talented tight end that a lot of people have forgotten about him after playing yeah. behind. Reed. How sick is that? That I just said that they could just eat the million dollars, give it to him, and move on with their lives. How how sick is that? That, that like I want I want a job where somebody cannot like me and give me a million dollars <laughs> to go away. Yeah, I would uh, would definitely take that as well. Oh um, <laughs> gosh. So let's talk about another very highly paid player. Uh, mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson, um, you know, he's often been touted as inconsistent because he is a boomer bust guy, but man, when he booms, he is just a huge, huge talent. He's one of the best athletes in the game. Very possibly. He's, he's super fast. He's super, he's super agile, very, very gifted at what he does. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, he single-handedly beat the giants, um, both as a receiver and, uh, and with a punt return. Um, and I think that, I think that kept them from getting in the playoffs. I'm thinking three years ago, um, at the same time, every time I think of Deshaun Jackson, I can't help but think of that, that play where he caught that, uh, that bomb ran for, ran for what should have been the score, but then he, uh, set the ball down on the one yard line and like front flipped into the end zone without it or something like that yeah you know i'm not too worried about his um you know his shoulder injury i think that he'll be fine by the by the start of the season or or close enough um i i do think that he's getting a little bit underrated right now because he's going in the late sixth round and this is a guy who had almost 1200 yards receiving and six touchdowns last year um, you know, in a year where Washington had, you know, a, a roulette wheel at quarterback and this year, if anything, should be better than last year. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't buy it. If he falls really, really late, I would consider him in a standard league, never in a PPR league. He's just not going to get the sort of catches that you need to make him a valuable starter in a PPR league. But in a standard league, if he fell very deep, then I might want to cash in on that sort sort of risk reward player. But to me. A, he's so boom and bust, and B, I just have no faith in anybody on that on that team to get him the ball downfield that I want them to. Pierre Garçon is the guy that I'd be looking to. You know, I mean, I know that there have been plenty of reports that have come out saying that they want to get Garçon the ball more, that they want to get him more involved. Well, how could you not want to? He led the league uh, two years ago, didn't he? Yeah, but I think that was definitely out more out of, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, more out of desperation than anything, because that was the year that they had just absolutely no one. Would you not call this a year of de- would you not call every year a desperation for for the life of the uh, Washington Redskins? OK, I mean, let me put it this way. You're saying that, you know, you don't want anything to do with Deshaun Jackson at his current draft price, but he was, you know, a a low end wide receiver too in PPR last year. I mean, for, for the late sixth round, I'd be very happy with him either as my wide receiver two with the stacked running back core or, you know, as my wide receiver three. Yeah, I just don't believe that he can be a, a wide receiver two and a PPR again. He it, with that great yard, he had eleven and a half hundred yards, six touchdowns, with fifty six catches. That that just doesn't that just doesn't do it for me. 
Okay. Um, I mean, that's that's perfectly fine, but I think that he's getting superbly underrated just because he left Philadelphia, and I think that he is a guy with enough talent to make it work wherever he is. Yeah, not not to not to talk about Chip Kelly anymore, but gosh, he's so good. He he gets rid of Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin, and still I think his his offense is going to be prolific. So it's just crazy. Yeah, not so much the uh, Washington offense, uh, whereas the wide receiver three or even four could be relevant in fantasy in the Philadelphia offense. Uh, I don't want anything to do with Andre Roberts. Um, you know, as much as I think that Jamison Crowder is an interesting rookie, I don't think he's going to do anything this year. Uh, you agree with that? Yeah, I completely agree. Is uh, is is Sonoris Moss still on the or Santana Moss still on the team, or is he finally retired? Uh, I don't believe he is, uh, but even if he were, I would not care. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd care. You know, it's it's nice to see team, uh, you know, players that played when you were just I'm sorry, a boy. I would not care teams. as a fantasy owner. Yeah. Um, okay, so lastly, I do want to talk really quick about the Redskins defense. Um, I was just having a conversation with our producer, Dan, off the air before we began recording, and I think that oh, Washington... Talking without me, huh? These secrets. Hey, not everything's about you, Los. Yeah, we're allowed to have conversations. Oh, now he chimes in. Oh, I, I forgot you were even here, Dan. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, you know, I was telling him that I think that Washington is actually kind of a sleeper defense for this year because they have a great great front seven uh you know even last year they were really good at stopping the run and now they've added guys like terrence knighton from denver uh they still have ryan kerrigan a great outside linebacker and they uh, you know they added uh chris culliver from san francisco at cornerback and i think that if their secondary can improve even marginally from last year they could be a sneaky top 10 fantasy defense hmm well Oh, top ten. Okay, they. I, I thought you were gonna go way off the board here and say that they could be like a sneaky top five or something, something no, crazy. No, I think no, a, a starting not, not fantasy crazy defense. Okay. So anytime you're talking about top ten, then then there's a lot of uh, low end going into the draft uh, defenses that that can do that from year to year. Um, I won't say absolutely that they won't, but I will disagree. Just in that, I don't think their offense has near the talent or near the capability or. Or near the, I mean, I, they're just not good enough to stay on the field long enough to stop other teams from scoring. I mean, combined, they had, let's see, their quarterbacks threw more interceptions than touchdowns last year. Yeah, but I think that they are going to need to, you know, run the ball more and rely a little bit on their defense, and that is going to help. Um, I'll, I'll say this: I think I have them as my number thirteen or fourteen defense, so a high-end defense too, if that even matters. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I can't be mad at anything you're taking out a shot at in the second to last round or last round. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up there then. Uh, this has been the Washington Redskins episode of Quick Snaps. Wait, can we shout out to their kicker though? Because Kai is a sweet name. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, Kai, Kai Forbath, Forbath, wherever you are, if you're listening to this, you rock, man. Yeah, yeah, we dig you, Kai. I think you might be my favorite Redskin after Kirk Cousins, of course. Say hi to say hi to Kirk for me, Captain Kirk. As always, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are more than happy to answer any questions you might have. I am at FFA underscore M-E-N-G. And I'm at FFA underscore Los. 
Of course, uh, you can find us on the Facebook. Give us a few likes, you know? Tell your friends, like us, share us on Facebook is always a nice thing to do. Share the wealth. Share the wealth. You know, nothing wrong with getting a few extra fantasy players in the world. 15 million others cannot be wrong. And when you find us on the Twitter, follow us on the Twitter. Follow all three of us, of course, including at FFA underscore D-A-N Dan. Dan the man, Dan Green, our ultra mega Beautiful, very cute producer. How many N's are in that? Just one? one. Just one N. One N, and one, one A, D. Okay. one D. And one D. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not in that order. Not in that order. All Nad. right, guys. Oh, your your name is Nad backwards. Did you know that? All right, peace out. Thanks, addicts. <laughs>